Yeah. You know, one thing I've realized growing a tax company versus, you know, my other companies is you need totally different people, you know, because like my other companies, and you know this because you're, you're on the inside of all of them seeing what's happening. It's, it's a lot easier to train people who have maybe just general skill sets that are, you know, they're hustlers, they're smart, they can figure things out. It's like, look, I can teach you to do this. Or, you know, you're a sales guy, right? Like, okay, we can teach you how to sell houses. We can teach you how to sell education or even tax, right? But to get the back-end operations for TrueBooks is probably the hardest thing that I've encountered because you need legit CPAs, you need bookkeepers, you need these people that, you know, are very skilled. Um, and <laughs> I think we've we've gone through hiring different people who are just like fresh out of college and stuff and they've been tough to work with. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so that's why from the approach that, right, I think that I've tried to keep from the beginning is hiring top down, right? Hiring people that we know don't need to be babysat. They can sort of take the job and run with it. And so it is, it's a specialized skill. Most people go to school for it and it isn't something you can just kind of rush through like, hey, in 90 days, I'm gonna teach you how to prepare taxes and strategize with people. So um, definitely finding the right team has been the most challenging part. But once you get that in place, it's really your you know, you're off and running. Yeah. And tell me, <clears throat> we had this talk with, um, one of my other guests about like the difference between a CPA and an EA. Yeah. So a, so a CPA is a certified public accountant. So you're licensed with the state agency. And the reason that they do that is, is because you are allowed to give an opinion on somebody's financial statements. A lot of people get that term misconstrued. So an EA is an enrolled agent. A CPA is a certified public accountant. EA, you are licensed with the IRS and it's essentially you've taken, I think it's three tests and you have some basic level of understanding of tax and how the IRS tax system works. A CPA, certified public accountant, you have to have a college education essentially, almost the equivalent of a master's degree, 150 credits, and you have to pass four exams. And not only that, but you have to pass all four within 18 months or else they start to lapse. Right. And the biggest thing is when you're a CPA, you are essentially trusted by the public to give an opinion on someone's financial statements. So what you'll find is certain lenders will come to a CPA or come to a client and say, hey, we need these audited. And what that is, is a CPA can look at a set of financials, perform some tests and say, hey, I give an opinion that these are fairly and you know immaterial of any known errors and they're accurate. And so to do that, that's why you kind of hold this, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but that's why you're so heavily regulated, right? We need 40 hours of, you know, continuing education every year, minimum of 80 across two years. And you do need that sort of uh, college education and sort of background to be able to even take the test because yeah. um, you're sort of held to that standard. That's yeah. the gold standard in college if you're an accountant is to shoot for your CPA exams. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to me, and look, I'm I'm not a CPA or anything anything close to it, but um, to me, it's like when I look at um, EA, it's kind of like becoming a realtor. It's like you don't need a college degree to become a realtor. You don't need it's a quicker process. Yeah, for sure. You can get you know whatever. Is it a license your EA? You can get yeah. your EA license, your license like really yeah. quickly. Mm -hmm. So I think they're they're definitely different. Um, and I think that's what makes us uh, pretty unique is I think almost all of our people are CPAs, CPAs or trade. sitting for the CPA exam. So yeah. yeah, some of the newer people that we've hired are eligible to sit for the exam. So they've done those sort of uh, requirements. requirements. Yeah. yeah. And, and one thing to notice too is an EA is tax. A CPA can be tax or audit. 
right? So back to that whole commenting on financial statements, yeah. right? That's where I started. I didn't even start in tax. I, you know, I started tax later on in my career, but um, yeah. Yeah. And just some background for anybody who has never heard Matt or our first podcast, by the way, if you want to kind of hear the full background on Matt, definitely check out the first podcast. We've done, you know, a bunch of YouTube videos together about um, tax and stuff, but um, quick rundown of your career so far. So born and raised in Las Vegas, I'm a licensed CPA. I got my degree here at UNLV University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Um, I went to go work for the big four. It's kind of, again, the gold standard. You work for one of the largest accounting firms in the world out of college. It's where I earned my stripes. Worked at some smaller regional firms, always stayed in public accounting, which is servicing, you know, a variety of clients, not just working for like MGM or Caesars Entertainment. And then met you through Instagram, said, hey, you need a bookkeeper. I can do that. And here we are. Yeah, it's funny because um, (laughs) at the time I wasn't even really like big on social media, like nothing like today. Um, But, you know, I was pretty uh, known here in Vegas and I remember I was looking for a new accountant because I'd gone through like three in the last three years and they all just could not get it done for various reasons. Um, one of my accountants wanted me to like pay more. He's like, nah, dude, like this isn't right. Like you should be paying more. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, why couldn't I write this off? And like, what, what are we done? And I'm not going to get into politics or whatever he believed, but I was like, dude, we are not on the same page. And so you know, that, that ended that. And I remember putting a post out on the store. I'm like, man, I need a bookkeeper first and foremost, because I just like have no idea what's actually happening. Like, um, I know I'm making money because I still have money <laughs> and you know, we, I can see that, yeah, we're netting, you know, good money on paper. Um, I can see the profits and I, I have a, a kind of a feel for our expenses, but in the end, I did not know what was happening every month and I wasn't able to make the right decisions, um, you know, on a weekly or a monthly basis just cause I didn't know the numbers. And so eventually I put a poll out or not a poll, but a story. And I said, Hey, if anybody can be our bookkeeper, let me know. Cause we're not keeping books. Like we're keeping a, a form of books, which is like what many people, um, probably keep, um, spreadsheet a spreadsheet. We're not keeping every, like I didn't have QuickBooks. I didn't have a report coming to me every month of exactly what we spent, what we made, et cetera. So anyways, I put this story out, Matt responds and I'm like, man, this kid dude, young punk, man. (laughs) And I I was like, I I just had this bias, the, (laughs) the opposite of ageism. I was like, I need someone old. Yeah. You know, somebody experienced. Yeah. Somebody who's been through the trenches and he's like, give me a shot, give me a shot. Like I'll do it. And I didn't expect him to actually do my tax return. I just wanted a bookkeeper. I needed a bean counter. And he came in, he interviewed, um, he was still working for, uh, I think one of those big four and Noel really liked him and Noel and him hit it off and talked. And even to this day they hit it off. But, uh, now, you know, he, he started out just wrecked rectifying our books and getting them squared away, reconciling, organizing. Yeah. And, you know, eventually, um, he did a really good job and I was like, dude, you want to take a stab at just doing the return? And he did. And I paid a lot less than I was expecting and it was great. And then from there, you know, we did that for like a year. Mm -hmm. And then I remember we were at, um, one of our parties for my brokerage forever home realty. This was like in the end of uh, 2019, 2019 Q3 or four. Yeah. I think it was Q3 party. And I'm like, it, it was either me or you. 
but you were getting an office and I was like, man, let like, you know, let's talk about me getting an office in there. And then you were like, why don't we just start a company? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, I know everyone else wants this too. Yeah. And, um, it was weird because with most of the other businesses I start, um, I, I had at that point I'd started them alone for the most part, but also to, um, I'm always been a risk taker. I'm like, freaking let's do it. Like whatever happens, happens. We'll figure it out. Um, whereas you by trade and by nature are risk averse, you're an accountant, which is good. Conservative. Yeah. yeah, And it's good to have balance. But I remember you were like, oh yeah, yeah. Like that'd be good. And then, um, I'm like, he ain't going to do it. Like (laughs) just in my mind, I was like, yeah, you know, he's not going to leave like his, his salary job and the comfort and all that. But I was like, dude, I think you're going to make a lot more money if you own a company and, I think we're going to get a lot of clients pretty quick. And sure enough, oh, well, and also too, you did, we kind of did give you a salary because just managing my own stuff. So that was kind of like a Help little supplement. bit. Yeah. yeah, it was a little bit of a safety net. But anyways, you know, we, we go into it after a couple of months, we, you know, come up with all of the naming and the website and all this stuff and the game plan. And here we are two years later, dude. Did, 